Come in. Hey, man, I'm sorry I made the transition. Shut up! You're here! And good thing, because we've got lots of work. It's Employee of the Month with Katie Lazarus, the talk show featuring unforgettable guests with incredible jobs. And now, here's my boss and your host, Katie Lazarus. Welcome to Employee of the Month. I'm your host, Katie Lazarus. And in this episode, I sat down with the co-star of Two Dope Queens, a podcast um, that WNYC is so happy and proud to have. And it's so much fun. And you should check it out. Um, It's with my guest today, Phoebe Robinson, and her co-host, Jessica Williams. Phoebe is also the author of a book, You Can't Touch My Hair. We spoke about that as well as her different hairstyles. And... um, what it was like to break into comedy. And it was recorded live at Joe's Pub at the Public Theater, which was really fun. It's wonderful to have our home base there for our live interviews. So please check those out if you enjoyed this interview. Definitely come check out one of our shows. Okay, without further ado, here is Phoebe Robinson. so underdressed. I'm sorry. <laughs> how are you? I'm well. How are you doing? I'm good. Okay, good. Yeah. I'm really glad. Um, and I was really thrilled to have you here because you have been racing around doing so many different things. Um, right now you're in your first recurring role, I think, for I Love Dick. Yeah, it's a new show on Amazon coming out in the spring. Uh, Jill Soloway. Yeah, it stars Kevin Bacon and Katherine Hahn. And um, it's produced by Jill Soloway. And Who did it's, Transparent. Yeah, it's, it's a phenomenal show, and I, I can't wait for people to see. They're going to show some episodes at Sundance, so, like, it's a really, really cool. Did P- Just let the... get. Yeah I, yeah, I know that, yeah. Did yeah, you already shoot it? Now. Yeah. We, we I'm just, sorry, I know you shot the pilot, because yes. people can go on and, and vote whether they want well, it, that Well, it show. got greenlit to, to a full season. Fabulous. So the pilot's out now, and then the, the full season comes out in the spring. Yeah. So was this your first big role? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's really exciting. Everyone in the cast is great, and Jill's wonderful, and yeah. I watched the yeah. first episode. Yeah. yeah. It was really good. Um, so I wanted to just start out a little bit, and in, then in, in more towards the beginning. Um, so Blaria was your first podcast. Well, it was a live show first. Well, it was a, Blaria actually a was blog just, first, Yeah, right? it was a blog. I started Blaria in, like, 2012, then, which means uh, it stands for Black Daria, and because uh, people would just call me that. They're like, oh, you're such a, uh, a Daria. And I was like, well, I'm black, and I like to combine things. So I was like, this will be my portmanteau, and here we are. And, yeah, so I just started blogging, like, three three times a week, and then I did a, a podcast out of it. And it was, like, in my apartment, like, in, in Kensington. and That's usually where people blog. Yeah, I love yeah, that. yeah. You're like, it was in my apartment. Yeah, it was like, in my apartment. No one thinks bloggers have, like, major offices on yeah, podcasts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so then I did the, the podcast out of my apartment, and then when I met Jessica two years ago. At The um, Daily Show. Yeah. Well, sh- no, uh, yeah, I did a background, a, a piece she did about black hair in the military, and we had uh, we just hadn't met each other yet, but we like knew of each other, and we just kind of hit it off and just started working together, 
and then eventually became Two Dope Queens, which is now uh, we're yeah now we're shooting our third season, so it's really exciting. Yeah, yeah. So you have two shows on mm -hmm. um, WNYC, and mm -hmm. I want like, do you get free tote bags? Like, what are the perks? Um, well, it's you know it's public radio. Um, <laughs> So everyone's just like super appreciative. There are a lot. <laughs> <laughs> there are so many. Thank you so much. Emails. So it's yeah. really great. My Gmail yeah. is like full. And I healthy. feel like my landlord loves when I. I just forward yeah. them now, and he's like, "This is great. We yeah. don't need rent." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. But it's been great. I feel like the WNYC. They're just they're really cool and hip, and like they're really just. I wouldn't go that far. No, your, but your they show, are. But they're, they are, I mean, you have, like, really great shows like Death, Sex, and Money, and, like, yeah. I, I really think they're really doing a lot of cool, very yes. interesting stuff right now, I which is great. I listen to them all the time, and yeah. I love them dearly. I, again, would not use the phrase, um, cool and they're, hip, they're coming, but I, I you're, being a, you're being a low-key hater. <laughs> they're coming out with stuff that's really going to, like, push, yeah, I think it's really going to expand them a little bit, so I'm really excited about that. I have to say that you guys were at the forefront of that as someone who grew up on public radio, who's worked in public radio. Thank you. I feel comfortable saying, as a contributor to public radio, yeah. long time, a little bit older, just a decade or so, <laughs> it's new that they're doing something this cool on here. Yeah, yeah, I think, <laughs> yeah, I think they're really, I think they really wanted to try and just put different voices out there, yeah. and I think they saw how well Jess and I translated not only to like millennials, but also to like everyone. Yep. That they're just like, oh, we can we can present things that aren't, you know, in like an Ira Glass sort of package yeah. and people. And he's fantastic, but there's more than that kind of voice out there. That wasn't shade. That was just like, you know, that's you guys are so like testy. Um but like that's like the that's like yeah. the standard, you know what I mean? And so I think they're saying like, oh, you can have people who don't talk in like that kind of tone or like use abbreviations or use more slang and that sort of yeah. thing. And they could talk about things that are maybe more female centric. And there's an audience for that. Both yeah. male and female want want to listen to that. So that's yeah. really cool. Um, so I started in stand up. When, at a time where people didn't necessarily, first of all, there just wasn't like a YouTube, all of these things mm -hmm. didn't exist. It was um, in 1873. And, um, <laughs> but in, in all seriousness, when I look at like, you know, Dave Chappelle was 14 when he was started. He was good from the beginning. Mm -hmm. He didn't get his first show till he was 32. So most of the, the great stand-ups, um, mm -hmm. they had a decades, decades before they started getting on things necessarily. Mm -hmm. And I was wondering like, what it's like when you're starting out with people like Aziz and Aziz Ansari and Jamali who really shot really fast. Like there was a shift right. in the way that like, first of all, there are more outlets, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? So that it's just a whole different thing. But I was curious what it's like, because I didn't have that expectation to suddenly be on tele. I remember being with Louis at a f Montreal festival and he was yeah. like, yeah, you're doing great. Like, this yeah. is how it is. It's going to be hell for forever. Yeah. And, um, so I just want to know if that, you know, if you felt like I got to get this, 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 you know, right away. Uh, well, yeah, like John Mulaney and Aziz, they, they're, they're a class ahead of me. So they were already like doing TV stuff and albums when I, I started stand up eight and a half years ago. So they were already kind of on the, the path that they're on now. Um, I think I think for a little bit, I think for sure, you know, when you're doing comedy and, it, you know, you're putting a lot of money into it, you don't get paid at all. Like you do 
just you travel a lot and you do these festivals yeah. and you pay for your hotel and all this stuff and you just, people like will pay you in beer which I think beer is garbage so I don't want that um, well and then they pay the biggest people like the, once you yeah. don't need it anymore everyone is going to be there for you like yeah, yeah. and so there's, there was a lot of it being like okay I'm like really poor now and I'm really tired doing shows for strangers and no one knows who yeah. I am and like in 2014 I was I was going to I was seriously considering quitting comedy because it was just like I quit my job in 2013 and work on this show for VH1 that didn't go anywhere and you know VH1 sucks so it's like not surprising uh, like that's so fucking stupid it's like if I have to see like another like black one with like a bad wig on that <laughs> network I'm gonna lose my shit um, like you can afford like a proper wig anyway. Um, but yeah, I was just like doing, I was just doing stuff that wasn't like, I felt like I wasn't moving anywhere and I was like, well, I was auditioning for stuff and like I, not MTV pretty, I'm like not this or that or that and it really just felt like, all right, well maybe this isn't what I should be doing but my parents were like, you can't quit, just like you have to write it out if you really want it. That's awesome. And so yeah, they, they kind of like tough loved me a little bit and, uh, and I just kind of stuck it out and things started, happening this year which was nice well yeah. duly deserved um i wanted to ask you about consulting on broad city yeah. did you start out as like having a little cameo on it and then got to write on it or how do, what was the order of that uh well i've known alana for like since i started stand-up yeah. we did this random show at karma lounge yeah and she had this great joke about how Sex and the City like didn't have any people of color on it, and I was like, "Oh, she's woke." And so, <laughs> it was just so smart. And I was like, "Thank you." Yes. And then we just like became like Gmail buddies, and then like, we just started hanging out all the time. And she's the best. Yeah, yeah, she's fantastic. And she was like, "Do you want to do like my web series?" And I said, "Yeah, I'll just like sit in there for a scene." And so then their show became what it is, yeah. and it, it took off. And I at the point when she asked me to uh, uh, consult on it, which is like you just go in, you punch up the script and just su supply jokes and like ways to tweak the plot and stuff. I was writing on um, a show on Fuse that no one watched. There's a recurring theme here. Um, and also they don't know what they're doing. So I was just, she was like, do you want to like just come in and, and give us some joke ideas? And I said, yeah. And it's, it's like the easiest job because you just go in like, here's some jokes, peace out dog. And like, they have to like make everything better. Better. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I do like the punch up yeah. jobs too. It's super fun. Can I show a little clip of Broad City for sure. people who haven't seen it? Have you guys? Has who hasn't seen it? What are you doing with your life? Let's show a little clip from, from Broad City. Yeah, it's fantastic. It's not a slave song. Yes, it is. It's widely known by the black community that What a Wonderful World is like a slave song. Right, right, right. I, I totally forgot that you're like the voice of the whole black community. It's a thing. Google it. It's in a Fuji song. Wyclef's like, and I think to myself. He's like angry about it. I feel like all we ever talk about is black people and slavery. Uh, I would like to return these items. I, I once owned them personally, but I have no use for them now, so. Your total comes to $135.67. Oh, yes, yes. yes. <laughs> oh, um, you know, we'd love to get that in, you know, liquid cash. Yeah. Okay. 
Okay, what about my fishbowl of change? There's gotta be like 30 or 40 bucks in there. Can you leave? <laughs> oh, yeah. Sassy office worker. <laughs> Love it. Are you getting more, like I used to get nosy neighbor, well, what I mean used to is, well, nosy neighbor, I'm still qualified for nosy neighbor, and then like asexual best friend. Um, yeah, I, oh, that's like crazy. I know. Um, I agree. I yeah. agree. But, uh, yeah. but I'll take it <laughs> if there's a paycheck attached to it. I, um, earlier this year, I just decided I wasn't going to, like, I was making enough money, like, consulting and doing, like, enough stuff. Like, not by any stretch of imagination was I, like, wealthy, but it's like I could pay my rent on time. And so I was like, I'm not going to audition for any more parts that make me feel bad about myself. So, like, I stopped auditioning for, like, Sassy Best Friend. Yeah. Uh, Best Friend is, like, some dumb white girl. Um, Like, no, no, no. Um, just the stuff they were, were sending me. I was just like, this is like, this Awful. is soul yeah. killing. And so, you know, I was starting to get stuck because I'm 32. And so there's this show that's coming out and, uh, they, I now have to like play younger. Like they don't want, so they were like, this is like for mid twenties. Yeah. I can't be in my thirties 32 now. 32 in, in Hollywood years is that's, it's. 118 for Moses in terms of the Bible. Yeah. It's actually like when he first sort of got his groove as yeah. a, a flautist. But um, <laughs> as a woman, it's just, it's too scary. By 32, it's just, we yeah. don't know if like, you can actually be on in front of the camera Right, talking. like my eggs are dying. Yeah. It's scary. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's just too hard for, for Hollywood. So they were like, play like mid-20s, and then you're going to play the love ventures of like this like sloppy, like, mid 50s guy like, like I read the scene I was like there I go there is no reason why she wants to fuck him I'm not auditioning for this <laughs> yeah I love it I love it yeah I think that is the way to yeah yeah to get him to stop and I remember making that conscious choice of like I don't want to audition because yeah. you have to think about how you spend your time yeah and I would so much rather write and host a sh- host shows than um Right, show up for those things. Like, yeah, I'm it's glad horrible. You, I'm glad you saw the light too. <laughs> um, but you also wrote this fantastic book. I did. Um, and so I wanted to, to talk about that. You can't yeah. touch my hair. Yeah. Um, um, I wanted to ask about ha- the hair stuff because I, I got yes. a lot of shots of you with different hairstyles. Yeah, I change my hair all the time. Normally, yeah. like my, my natural hair is kind of like this Frederick Douglass fro. Um, <laughs> I like to switch it up all the time, so I have this like low budget Beyonce bullshit right now. And then I do braids, or I'll do like dreadlocks, or I I was bald at one point, so I like really. Why did you did you choose to go bald, or I had dreadlocks for five years, and that's like the easiest. Yeah, look at all this. This is like the easiest way to just like get rid of your hair is to just shave it off yeah. when you have dreads. So I was I just did it. Awesome. Yeah. Well, I'm going to encourage people to read your book because they can also read about um, so many parts of your life as well as Michael Fassbender in ways that you guys have never experienced before. <laughs> um, and um, you too as well. Yes. And, um, and also to check out Two Dope Queens as well as so many white guys because mm-hmm. both are two of my favorite podcasts. Thank you. And I'm really happy that um, you guys spearheaded the way for WNYC and I hope more public radio stations to start being more inclusive. Me too. Um, and they really already have, but... 
not to this level. So I was really, really thrilled. Um, I got you some gifts. Um, yes. Do you already have U2 by U2? No, okay, I wanted good. this. I know you great. are obsessed <laughs> with U2. You know, that faint applause is trash. You guys need to support, support my life in this <laughs> gift. Thank you. As well as some gifts from Russ and Daughters and some other things. Ooh. Um, and you will come back for our award ceremony? Okay, good. Great. All right. Phoebe Robinson, thank you guys. So check out her wonderful work. And thank you so much. Phoebe Robinson, please don't touch her hair. That's it for this episode of Employee of the Month. Thank you so much to all of you for listening. Thank you to Alex Seiner for editing this together. And if you would like to get involved, contribute, donate, find out what live shows are happening, find out how to get previous episodes of the podcast or future ones, go to employeeofthemonthshow.com. And you can also follow me on Twitter at Katie Lazarus. See ya, see ya, see ya. Yeah.